Hi, I'm Rahul Naik. Funding for Curious Conspiracies is provided by our generous supporters on Patreon. Check out patreon.com slash curiousconspiracies to make a contribution and gain access to exclusive content. Things are seldom what they seem. Have we been living a lie? This week on Curious Conspiracies, we uncover the shape of planet Earth. Or you may have seen it on your way to work or school or just driving around. A new billboard has some people thinking about the Earth. And asking the question, could the Earth be flat? WCI3's Aaron Eads is here with us now. And Aaron, as far as conspiracy theories go, flat Earth theory is actually getting pretty popular. Thousands, if not millions of people, still believe the world is flat. Kyrie Irving from downtown! When I started actually doing research on my own and and figuring out that there is no real picture of Earth. Like, there's not one picture of Earth. And we haven't been back to the moon since 1961 or 1969. And you start, and, and, and it becomes like conspiracy. My name is Logan Paul, and I, I think I'm coming out of the flat Earth closet. Despite years of scientific research disproving the flat Earth, celebrities like Kyrie Irving, B.O.B., and Logan Paul are all talking about it. Some people have even built rockets to launch themselves into space. When they make it back to the surface, they swear that they are unable to see any curvature at an altitude at which it should be visible. Moreover, more than 100,000 people are in Facebook groups dedicated to the flat earth. YouTube has close to a million hours of flat earth footage uploaded, and it's said that 6% of the earth's population believes the earth is flat. That's 420 million people more than the population of the United States. And so I set out to get to the bottom of this conspiracy. Hey Liv. Hey Rahul. I'm investigating the flat earth and I know you're huge into conspiracies. So is there anything you got for me? Yeah, the flat earth theory, that's a really good one. Um, it's definitely a time suck though, but I've, I've been there before. I just watched this documentary on Netflix called Behind the Curve, featuring this guy named Mark Sargent. They describe him as the modern-day father of the flat Earth. You know, it'd be cool if you got in touch with him. So where are you right now? You think you're in a globe spinning at 1,000 miles an hour. That globe is spinning around the sun at 60,000-plus miles an hour. That solar system is flying sideways through the galaxy at half a million miles an hour and that galaxy is going through the rest of the universe at millions of miles an hour and you feel nothing in reality you are actually in a giant planetarium slash terrarium slash soundstage slash hollywood backlot that is so big that you and everyone you know and everyone you've ever known never figured it out. So that was Mark Sargent in his Netflix documentary, Behind the Curve. I reached out to him and we actually got a chance to speak over the phone. So the first thing I asked Mark was to explain a little bit about what the flat earth model is, just so that we could both be on the same page. I approached the whole flat earth concept kind of like a court case, which is, can I prove to you that's a flat earth right now. No, no, I cannot. Can I create so much reasonable doubt in the globe that the only place you have left to go is some sort of flat earth model? 
Yes, I can. Flat Earth says that you are living in a building with walls and a floor and a ceiling, and inside this structure is a giant saltwater lake. And inside that saltwater lake is a series of islands, which we know as continents. And the only continent that does not look anything like the globe model would be Antarctica, which instead of being an island continent would be stretched around the entire outside of this. And it's much, much bigger and much, much deeper than we ever knew. If we are living in a building, then there is no space. And every space story you've ever heard of and every space agency has been a lie. So just to clarify, when you say flat Earth, you're not referring to a flat map, um, kind of like the ones we would see in a geography class, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right. So what we're talking about here is uh, the short version is if you take a globe and you put your hand on the North Pole and you flatten it to where now the world is a circular disk. Uh, it is the same map that is used by the USGS. It is the map, but most commonly known, though, as the UN flag. With the North Pole at the center, the continents splayed out organically around the outside, and then, of course, the only thing missing from the UN flag, which I love so much, is Antarctica. I did a quick Google image search of the UN flag and found that Mark's right. It does indeed resemble the flat Earth. And what's more interesting is that the two olive branches around the flag are positioned almost exactly where Antarctica would be on the flat Earth map. There's this massive treaty to protect it called the Antarctic Treaty, which was put in place long before there were environmental concerns, which says that no corporation from any country can go down there and set up shop ever, ever. Again, I mean, it's the only unbroken treaty in the history of treaties. And as you know, as a civilization, we have a lot of treaties. Then Mark mentioned that not only are we on a flat Earth, we're also enclosed in something that resembles a dome. The dome-like structure that, that protects this place, what, what's it made out of? Uh, uh, don't know, but it's impenetrable. And the United States and Soviet Union tried to bust their way through it with atomic weapons for four straight years. So I looked this up too, and it turns out Mark is referring to Operation Fishbowl, a series of high-altitude nuclear tests carried out by the United States as part of the larger Operation Dominic nuclear test program. The test program, under the code name of Operation Dominic, required a technical and operational buildup of unprecedented scope, with planning, preparation, and deployment, all on a tighter time scale than ever before attempted in overseas nuclear test operations. Still not convinced? Here are a few of Mark's main clues that suggest a flat Earth model. Uh, there was a German television team that contacted me, and they said, okay, we've got somebody that wants to talk about this. It's from Georgetown. And the points I, I threw out there were as follows. Uh, number one, long-distance photography, which is if the curvature of the Earth is 8 inches per mile squared, which is 8 inches per mile per mile, uh, then eventually things are going to get far enough in the distance to where they go over the hill. They go behind the curve. They cannot be seen again. Then HD camera technology came out. And now we could pull boats back into frame that were previously gone. And that shouldn't be. Mark's second clue deals with the gravity versus the vacuum of space dilemma. Where is the bleeding edge of space? Where does the vacuum of space start and our atmosphere end? And it, it can't be. It's, it's one of the laws of thermodynamics. Pressure cannot exist next to a non-pressure system without some sort of barrier. 
And by, and by that, I mean a really, really hard barrier. We see this all the time. A can of hairspray has a steel or aluminum barrier. Even a basketball has a membrane. I've got industrial engineers who will swear up and down that the vacuum of space is way too powerful, way, way too powerful for the, the gravity of this little tiny little rock to keep our atmosphere on. No, not a chance. It should be ripped off. Last but not least, uh, which is the question that has never been beaten by anyone ever, 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 is the Van Allen radiation trap question, which is, are the Van Allen radiation belts, are they deadly? Yes or no? It's a simple question. If the person says yes, then you say, okay, then how did the Apollo astronauts make multiple round trips through these belts with only plastic and aluminum as shielding? And then you say, come back and say, okay, well, they're not deadly. It's like, well, okay, that's fine. Then you can go to the NASA.gov website. There's a video there from the end of 2014 called Orion Trial by Fire. It's about their Mars program. And they go into great detail about how they cannot even test manned capsules because they haven't solved the radiation problem. Here's a clip from a video I found on NASA's website. As we get further away from Earth, we'll pass through the Van Allen belts, an area of dangerous radiation. We must solve these challenges before we send people through this region of space. But you already solved them in the 1960s, so why are you saying in 2014 you haven't solved them yet? We don't go backwards in technology ever. It doesn't happen. Between those questions, the Georgetown professor folded instantly. That was it. And the Germans had to pack up and go home. The segment never aired. Remember what I said, I can create so much reasonable doubt in the globe that even if you have some arguments against flat earth, it's not enough. It's not enough to tip the scales, which is why our ranks just keep getting bigger and bigger. And lastly, here's what Mark had to say to the haters who call him and the flat earth crazy. There's, there's almost nothing you can do to stop it. Uh, and I hate to throw this at your science guys, but but attacking it, just mocking it in some way, you know, it, it, with any sort of ridicule, all you're doing is, is shooting wooden arrows into a bonfire. Uh, from a distance, it looks like you're doing something, but really you're just making the fire bigger. You're just adding fuel. So where does that leave us? Floating around space, looking down at Earth? Or in a building, sitting on someone's desk? Just a couple days ago, I was certain of a few things. That the moon landing was real, that NASA is a legitimate organization and that our planet is spherical. But now, I'm not so sure. After speaking with Mark, I was brought back down to Earth. A flat Earth, one may say. And as always, if you would like to hear the full unedited conversation with exclusive content such as Mark's explanation of gravity on the flat earth, you can find it on our channel at youtube.com slash curiousconspiracies. Thanks for listening, and tune in next week if you want to hear the conspiracy theory behind 93-year-old Queen Elizabeth's eternal youthfulness.